competition. That's what he likes. Goes a long way yeah. and keeps things spicy. What's what's more fun than talking a little shit to your friends? And yeah, pretty much. People that you would die for. Exactly. And we have people coming over, you know, all over the country sometimes to our crew or crews. And, you know, people are going to have different opinions or different teams and stuff. Will you so. bet with them, like other crew uh, um, crews that come in? Would you? So. Buddy, it, buddy. It's kind of like that, kind of not like that. And, like, how kind of the hotshot culture is, especially back then, you kind of don't mingle with other hotshot crews. And if, mm. you, if you did, you already knew someone on there. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. So, interesting. So times are changing. Um, I mean, and now, like, you kind of politic. You get to know different people. And, I mean, uh, we see the same hotshot crews on fires mm-hmm. all the time. We've been on, I think the crew this year was Plumas. And they are from the Plumas National Forest near uh, Susanville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> they, uh, they've been on, I think, almost every fire that we've been on. Jesus Alaska. Christ. Uh, they even came after we went to Tennessee, I believe. Um, almost every fire we've been on, so you kind of see the same people. You mm-hmm. guys know them. Like, hey, I know it's hard it. not to like um, exactly. have a bond. You guys are putting your asses on the line exactly every day. So yeah. it's like, but like the back then, they wouldn't talk to each other. They're like, you know, pretty much like a hey, like, fuck you. I'm harder than you. Ty- so hard. Ty- yeah, type of uh, uh, thing. Who's the hardest? To like. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're 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 such a we're we're such a good crew. I I the guys that we work work with in our leadership is just is unreal. That's dope. Yeah, it could be imagine if just wild egos were involved and it, just getting how, getting people killed yeah. or something. You know, that and could it, be wild. That's how it used to be. I mean, on mm. all hotshot crews and people just I mean either toughed it out or or left. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you kind of have to be a little bit hard to deal with some of the stuff you can't be trevd you gotta be i mean dude, like you're waking up out about it every morning either at 5 30 or 6 well, every single day book market dylan yeah. we need to introduce what's going on i apologize but yeah. before, because we're just going to keep talking and keep rolling on this yeah because that's this topic mm-hmm. um speaking of rolling uh, i thought about how to like start the podcast okay we are rolling like dog holiday okay have you seen tombstone i have tombstone tattoo on me Something I should know if I was a real friend. I have daisies. I have oh. everything. So, you know, Wyatt, I am rolling. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Val Kilmer. Perhaps yeah. like one of the best performances on screen ever. Yeah. Skull. Dylan A., the today's guest on the tap. Skulls in your. You got our shines filled with 805. Dylan, thank you so much for coming. Uh <laughs> On the tap today, sir, mm-hmm. a Wildlands hotshot firefighter. It's what the conversation was as you all joined in. Oh, how many people are listening to this? No, Calvi is. Shout out Calvi to Calvi. Is. Uh, Ray Mack. Ray Mack, after obviously. I saw him the other night. Good man, he, he is. props on his podcast on the tap. Yeah, so his podcast on the tap me. was solid. Ray Mack, just great chemistry. That's his, what I was going to say as anybody. well. It, it, he kept you both, but um, oh his... Uh, topics and how he kind of uh, addressed you and the questions that you asked it he's was, a professional uh, yeah it he was, uh, it was super nice it keep me kept me entertained mm-hmm. and um yeah i haven't seen ray in, in years and it was um super nice to to see him on the tap Abs- absolutely him and uh him and emac just got uh two new puppies really two new adorable it, little pups so he's a fur daddy fur daddy yeah oh my god so just like anytime I'm on the ground, I'm like let me see what those pups are up to. Oh, they're, I know. they're adorable. Yeah. Um, goodness me, Ray McIntyre. What were we talking about before this? Uh, just completely crashed. Just wildland firefighting. Wildland Dylan. firefighting. So, you're here visiting. Yes. Visiting after so many trials, you're keeping people safe, and I, I do have some questions here for you. Fire we'll away. Get right back on track with the conversation we we're just having. Fire away. Um. I even put rolling like Doc Holiday. Did Doc you? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Wildlands firefighter. So, what does your job entail? For people who do not know, if your job title is Wildlands firefighter, or is it just hotshot for slang? Uh, I mean, I'm a hotshot. My job technically is called Wildland Technician Wildlands because technician. the government hasn't put us in the firefighting category yet. Because of money, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Oh my because God, if, if they, that's one of the bills that they're passed, and if no one really 
um, knows about it. The government is trying to pass all these bills to help uh, all the firefighters, hotshots and wildland firefighters specifically, not necessarily just get paid more, mm-hmm. but help with um, mental health, uh, help with uh, retirement. Um, I mean, the list goes on. It's just a giant bill, but each one, obviously, politics have to get. God help you if they, if you're identified as a firefighter who deserves insurance. And yeah. like, I think the biggest one that just stood out to me right there was the mental health benefits. Yeah. Um, I used to work right next to this office where the lady specialized in police and firefighter, mm-hmm. first responder, like trauma mm-hmm. and psychological help, which I think is huge. These are human beings yeah. wearing the boots, putting on the, the badge, strapping on the gun, um, going out to the wildlands and yeah. fighting fucking wildfires. Yeah, I never thought, I mean, before I started this job, I've been doing it for a few years now, and it's I, before that, I never really was, I don't know, kind of aware of the issue with the mental health part of it. Um, I mean, yeah, my job is physically tough. Mm-hmm physically demanding but it takes a toll on you mentally every morning having to like okay let's go do it again yeah and again and again for i mean 14 days to 21 days and how long does every day feel like uh so we work 16 hour days um sometimes that's a normal shift but uh um we've worked i've worked 32s i've worked Straight, yeah. So it's it's uh, super mentally uh, challenging. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially those thirty-two hour shifts. To thirty-two where, hours. Do you start to see things, or is yeah, you life start getting different? Loopy. Like yeah. I, I can lie and, and say like, no, nah, man, we we can get it done. But you know, it's uh, it, you start like having to like, all right, man, like stay in it because this is like the times where because like th- those hours when you start getting past the sixteens and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are like the hours where you can start getting like hurt because yeah, you start absolutely. losing it. Um, depending on what you do, to be honest, like sometimes I've done a 32 hour shift to where we were either burning or doing something that was like engaging the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you're you're in it. You know, you're you're getting tired and you're mentally. Um, they give you some complimentary drained. cocaine to you know raise yeah. the spirits. So raise the morale. It's right. so funny because when I first started this job, that's what I thought the stereotypes were. It's like, oh, all these guys do cocaine to stay up so late. <laughs> da, da, da. But no, like, no, every hotshot crew takes so much pride in you know manning it up to, mm-hmm. and doing it. But not contract crews that have no drug tests or. You know, we get drug tested all the time. Not all the time, but, you know, they have a surprise drug test. How long does adrenaline last on a 32-hour day? I mean, it's, it's, I assume dangerous. I mean, I've, the closest I've been is the wildfires coming down over the mountains here. Yeah. Coming towards Lake Solano. And the adrenaline's rushing, trying mm-hmm. to get stuff out of the house or spraying the trees with water just mm-hmm. in case one falling, burning leaf yeah. ignites this side of the fucking lake. Yeah. Um, how, how long does that last, that adrenaline rush? Does um, it just keep pumping in? It does, but also, too, I mean, as, as fast as it comes in, it can leave just as fast as well. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of have to find a happy medium to where, I mean, my boss, uh, my superintendent is super good at, you know, kind of, he, he talks it, he calls it like buying into the product. Like the product is saving people saving people's houses and trying to eliminate, you know, as much damage as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it just has to like replay in your mind, like, hey, we're doing this for a reason. Like, I need to stay sharp, I need to do this. And you just can't let your mind wander. So it's one of those, you just gotta keep going and and finding the reasons why you're doing it. Do you have multiple reasons or is there like just the one, the classic coming home to the family? Or do you just, do you find something different every day to kind of keep your mind engaged? I think it also, I mean, it depends on every situation. I mean, I've had it to where certain scary situations, I immediately go and think like, hey, like, I got a family, I got a, well, well, but but you can't also think about that as well because Ada and the boys aren't aren't there. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a job to do in this very moment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And like I use them as fuel on some like sketchy stuff. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I need to go home to them. Like, uh, mainly for if I'm running away from something, that's what I use. Like, oh, like I gotta get back home to the boys and, yeah, and yeah. Ada. Like, I gotta keep it going. Like, don't get tired. Don't get tired. Keep going. Keep going. 
Um, but if it's a, a thing to do with, um, we need to get the job done. I need to stay awake. I need to keep it going and not, and stay motivated basically. Mm -hmm. That's when I find like ways to like, you know, remember they call them, um, slides, uh, slides, uh, slides. So like there's mental slides in your brain of stuff that you've seen before to keep you in the, like situations as in like if this fire behavior I've seen this type of fire behavior before it hasn't been here it's been somewhere else but it's very familiar to me really? and what did I do at that certain time same fuel type same everything uh, you remember those slides and same thing with like hey um, you remember that wife and old lady that was bawling her eyes out because her house is getting just destroyed by this fire or whatever else like use that as fuel like you know you want to save people's houses and stuff and save people's properties and life so you you find those slides of previous stuff to uh, keep you going so that's what I use is there a kind of lingo and niche kind of way you guys talk to each other and things you refer to that only you guys really know about oh 100% like there, it's just kind of sounds like there's a whole language like slides and just there's a norm there's your reality that is like unbeknownst to me of like what you go through what and how you guys speak to each other yeah even with uh with other um agencies as well i mean um we call even even in our own forest service i mean from west coast to east coast we call things one thing and the east coast uh forest service calls the same thing a different completely different name mm -hmm. um but even with cal fire like they'll they'll call or they'll have a situation they'll call it one thing and um, we'll call it something completely different. That's interesting. Yeah. The, just the, the agencies themselves. Agencies kind of themselves. Yeah. Evolved in their own little And thing. that's also another thing of what my boss, how my boss is so great. Um, Give him a shout out, why don't you? Kyle Betty. Kyle Betty, the <laughs> redheaded wonder. Eh? Yes. That big old Viking. Um, just good the best boss I've ever had. Yeah. Um, he, so since the Caldor happened in Tahoe, mm -hmm. you'd think that. Tahoe would be for how many agencies are there? I mean, you won't even believe how many fire departments are in Tahoe. They're ready Tahoe. to fight for Tahoe. Well, well, I mean, they're just they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. But with how many agencies come, also comes with chaos because it's like when something happens on Highway 50 um, on Echo Summit, there's just say there's us Tlacot shots and then maybe 10 other fire departments that are within 20 minute, 30 minute drive. Mm -hmm. They're all gonna show up to that one incident. You have tourists. You have, uh, it's just mass chaos. And that's what happened yeah, with the Caldor. Yeah. Just mass chaos of, we had an overabundance of um, people helping us, but mm -hmm. also not enough at the same time because of, you know, there was miscommunication. Yeah. There was no one's on the same page. There's and so many human elements that yeah, it's, it's insane. work to the fire's benefit. Yeah. And, and uh, that's why my boss, another shout out to him is he, tried uh, earlier this year to have kind of a training scenario and a meeting after the Caldor happened. Yeah. At the beginning of this year, we, we invited South Lake Tahoe, Fallen Leaf Fire Department, um, I think two or three Cal Fire agencies around um, there, I believe Zephyr Cove Fire Department, and then us, um, obviously, and we just tried to kind of do a scenario um, to kind of get on the same page of like, hey, like let's work together. You to know recreate I mean? that intensity and it, well, it, like you're learning too. I mean, that's a great idea on his end. Let's not let this happen twice. Yeah. People assume that oh, everything's figured out. I mean, that kind of like that yeah, does sound like what humans would do is like chaos, and we haven't seen a fire like that quite like that before. And so the the mass chaos and the the struggle to have effective communication. Mm -hmm. Things that we'd probably take for granted. Oh, it just happens. Yeah, and uh, you'd think Tahoe <laughs> would be um, would be prepared because of how many fire departments are there, and you'd think, you know, we'd have a plan. Mm -hmm. And a, and you know, yeah, we're learning. Kind of didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you guys win the day every yeah. single time. Mm -hmm. Like an ad squad, did a little. Don't mean to pat myself in the back, but I will. Ad squad did a little ad campaign for like Cal Fire or whatever. Mm -hmm. One idea was a bumper mm -hmm. sticker that has like that, the average amount of wildfires in California every year. It's like one thousand, two thousand, five thousand. Oh, oh, uh, like annually, how many wildfires break out? Oh my goodness. Um, 
I mean, there's a website for it, and it's hard to say right now <laughs> because they even call a wildfire if it's off the highway and it's three a three by three, three foot by three foot. Mm -hmm. That's a wildfire. They count. So hey, I've had a couple bouts on the toilet, which I'm like, Ooh, oh, spicy, yeah. <laughs> you know, disgusting. After some Anyways, say, let's say five thousand, just for the sake of the story. Okay. Uh, the bumper sticker is five thousand and zero. Mm -hmm. Like just how many fights the firefighters win versus how many they lose. They never yeah. lose a fight. They're, the fires are always put out, no matter how long it takes or how much it costs, whatever. Fires always lose. Yeah. Firefighters, are the champs. Yeah. All day. I mean, uh, it, it, it is true, but also, I mean, at, at what cost as well. I doesn't mean, mean there's not loss. Yeah. Doesn't mean there's that's, not that's loss. The only, that's the only bad part about it. And yeah. just seeing all that loss, man, just makes you want to, I mean, try harder. But a lot yeah. of people who aren't there, they're only seeing from, you know, outside lens. Of what we do, I mean, I've gotten before to where I, I can't even tell people that I work for the Forest Service sometimes because they get so upset. Um, and uh, they're like, "Why? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that?" I'm like, "Fucking wa water! If I had a water uh, hose, un unlimited amount of water, we'd I let would, this happen. We'd, we'd I, make this happen. No, I, no, I wouldn't even have been able to put that out. Oh, I mean." It just sounds like you guys are Vietnam vets coming back. Because my buddy sent me a rant from, uh, not Rocky, Rambo. Yeah. And it's him going off in the first one about how people would protest the soldiers coming home. Yeah. Like, we, weren't, we didn't choose, we didn't light this fire. We didn't want this to happen. Yeah. And yes, we're trained professionals. Like, what do you want us to do? The impossible? Or you're doing yeah. what's humanly possible. Yeah. Which, for some humans, it's it, not enough. Yeah. I mean, there's just so there's many so factors disconnect. that go into it, too. I mean, it, it's just... Frustrated. It's frustration boiling over. Yeah. Unfairly. I, I, and and not yeah. It's 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 all yes. Yeah, the frustration, but it's also like when we go there to these fires. I don't really want to say it, but it's like kind of already a losing battle because some of the places that we go to, they've just been primed for years. Yeah. To, to to burn. I mean, there's some places that people haven't taken care of the forest, haven't, haven't, you know, done their prescribed burns, stuff like that. And it's just like, we're going in there and like, we're going to get our ass kicked. Uh, that's like, got to you know suck. I mean? But I mean, it's, you got to do what you can. I yeah. Mean, it's, yeah. And that's what we love too is like, I mean, as hot shots, we, we love a challenge and we're like, when we show up to fires, not to pat ourselves. On I the back. love that swag. I like that confidence, that bravado. That's I, I want that. But yeah. going out to save lives. I, I mean, it, it's that, but it's also like when we show up to fires, people, look at us to expect to like all right they're here mm -hmm. they're gonna solve this like they're gonna go out there to the shittiest part the hottest part they're gonna hike their asses in and they're gonna be on the woods for two weeks plus more all we need to do is just get them food and water and they'll keep going you guys are machines i mean shit we try machines can't <laughs> do what you guys do god bless it you you said something earlier that really intrigued me and kind of inspired a new question. Uh, you said fire behavior. Mm -hmm. Having such close, intimate, frightening experiences with wildfires, do you believe it when you see a fire like that, when it's out of control, that it has its own kind of sentience, that it is alive? Is, is there any like yeah. kind of supernatural element it, to it, or is, do you, is it just, you know, my mind's playing tricks on me. This thing's not alive. This is just I have, a natural occurrence. A story to go along with that of, yeah. It's, what a better place than the tap to tell a story, <laughs> baby. Let's go. So that's so funny that that you mentioned that. And um, what's it? Do you want a pillow to like kind of prop your back up at all? Or are you all right? Oh, I'm good. Are you? I'm just gonna because I I'm trying to be mindful of my posture these days. Yeah, me too. But I gotta I gotta freaking pack on my back. Uh, and just like <laughs> all the time. Life's a ruck, baby. Um. Yeah, so we were in the Six Rivers National Forest. Where is that at? Um, you ever heard? Uh, okay, uh, Wairika. Okay, way up north. But, yeah, Wairika, but oh man, I want to say like an hour and a half to two hours uh, west. Okay. In the shittiest. I mean, I'm sorry if anyone is listening who's from there, but it is <laughs> poison oak everywhere. Uh, uh, I mean, like the no. nastiest poison oak. Um, have you ever heard of Happy Camp? No Happy Camp. Okay. It's almost to... Happy Gilmore. It's almost to Eureka. It's closer to Eureka, but east of Eureka, actually, mm -hmm. now that I think about it. Near the coast at all, or...? Mm, it's like... 
it's the borderline of like, damn, like we're so close, but like not that close. No. Like I know it's right there, but it's it's just super thick, giant trees there, big native country. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're out there and um, this fire is just, oh, so the reason why we're there is because this fire was declared out, done. Um, but someone, and this is what like another problem is, even with, even with hot shots and even with uh, other wildland crews, the problem is, is people get complacent. They think something is done. They think something is, uh, yeah. Mm. So a tree had fallen across the creek and the, whoever had checked that p- section of the fire didn't check to uh, look up in the canopies and see uh, smoke in whatever branch. I don't know exactly what it was, but all I know is there was a tree that had fallen over and just reignited the whole entire fire. Something and, fierce. Oh. Like it was back, it was on. Oh, it was on. And yeah, this fire was dead and it was on. And uh, we get a call and um, it usually takes, I don't know, hour to two hours for us to get kind of moving sometimes mm-hmm. because we need a, we need an order. We need where to go for uh, the rest of us. So once we get like, like, hey, you're going, all we're waiting for is the paperwork for us to go. Paperwork? Yeah, because they, they, they need like, hey, we're going to be going to this part of the fire. We're gonna, And this is like mass chaos going at the fire already. And say, so why can't the nerds just hang out and take care of that while you hotshots go and take care of business? Well, yeah, it, it's also our superintendent's like uh, job to get, you know, it's like paperwork for who's going. Mm-hmm. Like everyone on the crew. Um, it's just like bullshit paperwork. You know what I mean? You just can't like pick up and go like, like a normal city fire. I can understand taking the time to make sure you're fully prepared and equipped and whatnot. That's what we um, do as well to get ready. It's a quote I'll always remember from Shooter. Shout out to Mark Wahlberg. I know he's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and Michael Pena. Uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Yeah. Get it done right. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to spend twice as long making up for whatever BS yeah. that you left behind. And Stuff this like is that. this is different from a an uh, IA. An IA is a fire that's like, Boom, in Tahoe right now, you need to go, or even uh, within an hour, whatever. What like, does IA say for? It's, it's, um. Don't mean to quiz you. Uh, no, I know that. <laughs> uh, I'm blanking right now. It's, um. Immediate. immediate I was gonna think, yeah. Immediate, yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. And, uh, you just go. Like, mm-hmm. there's no paperwork, no nothing. We just go. It's like a regular city fire department. Get over here right now. And we can do it within a certain, um, time limit to where we can go to mm-hmm. but this is what they call like kind of a campaign fire so this is had already been established this has already been you know divisions of the fire been broken up there's a whole bunch of just logistics to it mm-hmm. and uh okay. anyway so we get there <laughs> and um and uh so days go by i mean the fire is kind of doing some weird stuff and in this part of uh, california it's just a very shitty part of California. Like to fight dry fire. and it, no, hilly it is and super steep, poison mm. oak everywhere, and it's just very funky fire behavior. Like and like the elevation and tree, just yeah, all that. Just, just, comes how, to play. just how this part of the country allows the fire to do what it does is just sometimes like what the fuck? Like how did that happen? And something and, that you guys haven't seen before, or just can't? It, it's in a way you can't predict can't predict i mean you can you can but also it just still comes in it shocks you mm-hmm. um so we were there and i remember um my boss and a few other of my other bosses were scouting because we just can't rush in because you know Russian. we gotta take care of our lives too we mm-hmm. just can't run in they want to be able to scout the area and make sure like hey all right boom 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 i looked at this looked at that this is what we're dealing with what we're gonna do is this now and that's what they were doing and we can hear on the radio in our buggies, those vehicles that we travel in, and I'm in the driver's seat. They let you drive? Oh, dude, yeah. I don't, I don't, that rush or what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I have I have the rest of the crew in the back of the truck mm-hmm. playing fucking whatever video games or whatever they're doing <laughs> just on their phones. Or, and I have my buddy in the in the passenger seat, and there's this part of the fire behavior that's called pulsing, and it's like exactly what it sounds like. Like the fire will just like pulse, backed out pulse back out but like it'll it'll jump like super far and fast 
because what it's doing is it's like it's smoking and it's kind of pre-treating the fuel ahead of it so it's already like drying out the fuel that it's about to burn mm -hmm. and there's just like there's wind and, and just other elements that go into it as well but it'll it'll jump and is that like the scariest shit ever just so kind of so I hear my boss over the radio and he's on a quad and he's just like, uh, Hey, like he goes, Hey, this bitch is about to pulse again. Like you guys get ready to like, get is it quick when it does it oh, or is it super like fast? Really? Super fast. I mean, you won't be able to run how, how it goes forward and back. It's just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's like, it's like kind of like breathing. Like you can, you can look at it and you can see that the fire is just going and it's like, what? yeah. You're Freaking me out right yeah. now. God damn. So I'm watching it uh, through the windshield and I can see it from like kind of a distance and I can just see like the flames coming and then it's kind of going away, coming, going away. So I'm like, I'm starting the buggy up and it's a diesel. So I have to wait for the, all the freaking stuff to warm up and, and um, I'm watching it and I can hear my boss <clears throat> like, Hey, like get, the, get ready to go, get ready to go. And it's, it's one of those, another like mass chaos thing is where once it's coming, like there's a whole bunch of other agencies that are with me. Yeah. So it's going to be like just mass chaos of all of us leaving. So you see like a few other like dozers that are super slow things, like already going down the, the Oh, they're already dipping. Oh yeah, they're, they're already dipping. dipping. Yeah. Cause I mean, they're slow as shit. They're going to, yeah, they're just moving out of the way. And, uh, a giant pulse came and it just went right at us. I already had the truck going and I um, started it and I started driving. My boss is like screaming at me, like not even on the radio. I can see him. He's like, get the fuck going. Go fucking go. And I can like hear him through my, through the truck running and everything. He's screaming so loud. And this then is I'm, a classic movie. Ding, 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 like just, yeah, it but, won't turn over. No, it's going. But like I, so it's, I don't know. Like my brain was just like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I threw it in the drive. But this uh, buggy has a, a horn on the floorboard, and I'm thinking it's the it's the uh, pe gas pedal. No! And I'm going, rah, rah, rah. and I'm thinking, I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't it go? Are you freaking out at this point? I, I don't mean to I, no, 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 call I, it. I mean, no, I, so I'm like, if I start freaking out, I'll make more mistakes. Right. So I'm like, okay. And I drive, okay. Oh, fuck, my ass was pressing the fucking. Uh, so. Uh, that's, that's what I wanted to hear is like, okay, you collected yourself. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, this is a mistake. Boom. Yeah. So I, I collected myself because it, this is a, a matter of maybe two seconds. Mm -hmm. I hit that horn three times in two seconds just trying to go. And uh, it's just everything's just so close to the uh, horn, brake pedal, gas. Mm -hmm. And just, I don't know, I was just a little bit discombobulated for like a few seconds. You do have seconds. some pretty big feet, though. Show the, show oh. the people what you're working with. Those are... 14, hmm. 14 and a half. Damn. I, I gotta get custom boots, baby. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, yes, I and I, I ended up uh, finding out what the issue was, and uh, yeah, I started swerving in and out of people. Um, oh, so it start. You're so you're oh, going. I'm going. Yeah, and, and people are running down, and you're like, yeah. So so it was, and this is what like it's it's so crazy. And our and our superintendent talks about communication, communication, communication. One of, one of my other bosses had uh, hiked up the hill to go get a different agency that didn't know that this bitch was pulsing this bad. So he's like, hey, like, we have to fucking go. This is going to, like, come at us hard. Like, let's go. And they're uh, fallers. So is that, pulsing, like, a worst-case scenario kind of behavior? And does it, like, do um, fires always pulse? or No, just, no, it doesn't always pulse, no. But this one this is, one did, yeah. a big fucking deal. Yeah, so I had the fire pulse um, on that fire alone, I think three times on us, I had pulsed. And um, it just, it happened to where it was just, it was pissed off, and it was, it just wasn't happy. And I remember, yeah, just... That time I, I ended up getting everyone down safely and um, another time I was drinking a Gatorade bottle and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And Did I you hear it? Oh, I heard it. And I was talking to my uh, my squad leader. Um, it's like the one above me or two above me. Um, he's like our closest in command and mm -hmm. then it's a captain and then the superintendent. So I was talking to my squad leader and he's like, oh, fuck, dude. And 
it was already it was pulsing through something that had already burned but there was still vegetation that had not burned yet How and is it possible for yeah like... i know yeah and it came up and i remember drinking my gatorade bottle and i and i just dropped it and fucking started running again same fire i think it was maybe the next day yeah two days in, so yeah. what does a pulse sound like it's just an explosion it it's just sounds like just <laughs> It's like kind of unnatural. You wouldn't hear anything like that anywhere else but a wildfire. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, it's 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 pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. So the pulsing is is some is a sight to see. And I and we came back to that spot when I was in the buggy driving. All of the shitters had been melted down to goo. Damn. I think how there, hot it was. I think there was six or eight porta shitters that were all just melted to the ground. Yeah. And all of us Stinky. had ta- all of us had taken a shit in there that morning too, and we were dying. Just like laughing. our soldiers, dude, we were dying laughing. <laughs> the kids at the pool, yeah, that's dark. Um, so is that pulsing behavior what makes you think that makes you believe that fires are alive? Oh, sorry. Or is- okay, sorry. So what I was getting to is after that happened on that pulsing night, um, the fire had had gotten to a place that we didn't want it in a steep fucking canyon that was headed uh towards the town a super small town but i mean regardless the town's a town town, yeah Yeah. um and uh that night we were on day shift sorry that day we were on day shift and we were like all right time to leave let's go let me just get a call like oh fuck it jumped the ridge it's going down the ridge line and my boss who's just you know a gangster and he's like hey do you need any help and uh it took, I think, three or four hotshot crews. So we're like, all right, let's go handle this right now. Went down there and handled it. And we were sitting in the buggy waiting for, like, the, hey, saddle up. Let's go. We're going to work. And this is, like, we were like, all right, we're working at 32. <laughs> like, let's fucking go. You're, you knew that was going to happen. That's, like, that's one of the things, like, you have to mentally prepare. Because that's the shittiest feeling in the world to get off, like, get ready to head back to camp eat food and go to sleep uh, and then you're just like we are not going to go sleep we're not going to eat get whatever snacks you have because we have little compartments in our buggies yeah so i'm rummaging through like motherfucker no fruit by the foot yeah so i'm like <laughs> eating almonds or whatever i had in there and i'm just like all right man okay here we go here we go and uh over the radio we heard our boss going because uh, he was with um because drones are starting to become a very big thing yeah in wildland now which is awesome yeah absolutely and uh he goes i shit you not and he has a vi- picture of it but the but the picture is the fire going like this he goes wrist and all is, is just the is the fire made a middle what? finger wrist and all thumb out a big old fuck you and he's seeing it coming this is coming so you guys drum. are gonna be fighting an uphill battle and no, as it's coming uh, down going it's downhill okay so it's it's down on the drainage the, he is with the drone guys, and the drone guys have a big old giant screen, and they're watching it. And he goes like, "I shit you not, it's the middle finger, wrist and all, a big old fuck you to us, because it's in an area that we don't want it to Damn. be." Damn. Yeah. That is. True. I know there's coincidences. I'm sure the way it, the land yeah. over the millions of years it has been cultivating and growing in this wild mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm led up to that moment to where we had drones and we're able to see. Yeah, he has a screenshot and everything. I'm going to send it to is you. Is the thumb out? Or oh, is yeah. It, yeah. Everything. I like to have my thumb in, a, tucked I'm, in. I got a long middle finger. I do too. I'm a, I'm a thumb in guy. I got you. Yeah, but, but he, he, and we ended up not, not fighting. Uh, we ended up wow. just like letting it do its thing. It didn't go to the town. It just kind of like, we wanted it to, the humidity started coming in. It was going to, the fire was in a sit okay. down that okay. night. So he was just like, it is way too dangerous at nighttime, I think it was like 10 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. um, for us to go down there. And we kind of have a a booklet to where we have, like, sadly, we have these, like, rules and lessons that we have learned from firefighters dying. Yep. And one of them is fighting fire. One, at nighttime when we don't know what the terrain is like. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen anything else. Um, fighting fire downhill because... The fire is down there, and it's harder to run uphill away from the fire than Can down. Can imagine running yeah. for your life uphill? <clears throat> so, yeah. So he was just the one of the hot, other hotshot superintendents was like, you know what? It's not worth it. It's sitting down tonight. RHs are going to come and put it to sleep for tonight. That's got to instill some confidence and a little love <clears throat> to your higher ups. Be like, hey guys, take take ten. 
Like, well, we we were all packed up, saw ready, ready to go, and when he said like, "Nah, load up, we're going back to camp," we're like, "Woo!" Fuck. Let's um, go eat some cold. Let's go eat some cold food, baby. <laughs> what, what do you look forward to eating when you get back to camp? Not pork chops. No. <laughs> um. Oh, what was I gonna ask? The f you? Did that give you give you guys a laugh or a little extra motivation? Oh, we laughed our Let, ass off. Because, I mean, what else can you do, dude? You know what I mean? Like, there, <laughs> there's just so many things that can go wrong, and you just need to laugh at it and be like, "Yeah, well, fuck you too, then." How bitch. dark is your humor these days because of it? Oh, very dark. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Why very, not? Very dark. There's, um, <laughs> yeah, that's fun. It, that is definitely. There's too many coincidences in nature just happening or chances to. It's. It's there. Yeah. It's the universe works in some silly ass Fucking ways. And sometimes it's a big, yeah, it's a big fuck you. I think it might've been a tip of the cap for mother nature. Oh, it was. Yeah. Cause like we play check. I mean, check is like a checkers. It was like, it was like, all right. Check sometimes it's, sometimes check. it's like, Hey, king hey. me. Yeah. Check me, me, bitch. <laughs> hey, we'll get you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, like what inspired you to get in all this? Like, why are you doing what you're doing? And just, do you have family in firefighting? Is this something mm-hmm. you're like, look in the mirror, Dill, let's mm-hmm. fucking do it? I'm the only one. Uh, my, I mean, everyone <coughs> in my family are police officers. Mm-hmm. Grandpa, dad, uncle, aunts, everyone. Um, fun fact is Jared was actually the first firefighter in the family. He was a volunteer. Oh, I really? I think in winters in Good high man. school. I think he did it for a senior project. I didn't know that. Yeah. He was a cadet. Something like that. Yeah. I, I I think he, he was trying to go the firefighter route. I don't know what happened, but um, I joined the National Guard. Uh, I became a firefighter in the National Guard, and my job in the National Guard is crash rescue fire. Is so that I, what you were assigned to, or was that a choice to be a firefighter in the? Um, okay. So you take a test, the mm-hmm. ASVAB, and whatever you score, they give you like a list of jobs that you qualify for. And this I'll, is what you're worth. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> And uh, one of them was a firefighter. And I was like, okay, this might be cool. Mm-hmm. And they sent me to an academy. And it was basically in that academy in 2012 was all crash rescue. So mm-hmm. I was pulling dummies and training out of cockpits and learning about planes. You're going to um, see some gnarly shit if you're in this line of work. Yeah. Well, some, I. Some I bodies and whatnot. Well, before I got. So I can't remember what fire was on. But I've been to, I think, two or three big old um, campaign fires to where my National Guard unit uh, got sent to do the crash rescue for all those helicopters that are used at the fires. Yeah. Um, And I kind of fell in love with it. But I was like, man, I kind of feel like shit. I mean, no offense to anyone who's a crash rescue guy. No, no, no. no. I was like, I kind of feel like shit that all those dudes are, you know, Busting their ass and risking their lives out there, and I'm sitting in here in the air conditioned fucking tent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's still like my job is gonna be crazy if something happens. Only but like, like two butlers serving you. you know, yeah, right. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it's like it's awesome. You get paid good money. Mm-hmm. I just, um, I mean, it's gonna be nuts if something does happen. I have to pull this ragged dead body. You out do of, have to do your job. Yeah, exactly. Some fat pilot that's just bleeding out of his ass. <laughs> Where else uh, would he be bleeding? Right? (laughs) And um, I just wanted more. But uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a city firefighter then. Because a whole bunch of city firefighters were there. Mm -hmm. But um, I just kept on getting, hey, you need more experience. You need more experience. And I kept on going, fuck you. Fuck you. I'll outwork anyone you have on this freaking crew or or, uh, department. And it was mainly all city fire departments. And then um, I have a buddy who said, hey. And, and also too is uh, California doesn't reckon, didn't recognize um, my military uh, fire academy certs, and almost every, what? Yeah, and almost for costing you more money exactly. to get certified. So um, every other state does pretty much, but not California. But not California. So I ha- so I had to take a wildland class um, with the Forest Service um, to have Cal Fire sign off. I'm pretty sure that, that the Cal Fire did, did it as well, but um, the Forest Service uh, put on the class for free mm-hmm. for veterans. Uh, so, like, hey, like, you're a veteran, whatever, like, we'll put on this class free for you. And uh, I needed it for a Cal Fire um, fucking uh, some paperwork to get it signed off to be a city firefighter, mm-hmm. to have all my search transfers, whatever. 
and then I think I spent a week with these Forest Service guys, and they showed me, you know, how to be a wildland firefighter. How to be a man. Yeah, and I was like, dude, this shit is, this shit's cool. That inspired you. Yeah, and um, I still haven't gotten that paperwork signed over to Cal Fire yet. <laughs> Who um, needs it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm taking my EMT to eventually because I'm a family man now. The, once the boys start getting older, I might transfer over to city, but for now... No shot. Shout out to uh, Runar and Jasper. Yeah, our two little Viking boys. Yes, they are. And a da- dad, veteran, hotshot. Yeah. Both in name and in, I guess, uh, emotionally as well. Like, yeah. Hey, this guy's a hotshot. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Ada loves it. Uh, oh, how could you not love a man in uniform? Oh, she With a beard. It, just... Dude, it gets gnarly long, man. Uh, it gets it's, it's I've red. seen that beard. It's, it's wild and... Just seeing the photos that you post on your Instagram page and just the, the footage that you get as you're driving through canyons like yeah. on the freeway and stuff. You have some incredible footage on yeah. a, on an Instagram that someone fucking hacked. Yeah, it is what it's it okay. is. There's a new, what's the new Instagram handle people will be seeing this uh, content at? Put the oh, link dude. in the description. Below. Oh, yeah, put the link in the description. <laughs> my bad. Because it's like, Aaron, what a secret. Um, so... Talking to you now, known you for uh, since high school. Yeah. Before that, just years, years, years. I would say you were the still caring, friendly, goofy guy that you were in high school. However, you know we've gotten older, and in this profession, what you're doing, um, how has firefighting changed you, both on the outside and in ways people don't see? It's like aspects of it that, like, damn, like where you're kind of cognizant of it that others might not be so cognizant of. That was one of my things, too, is growing up is, like, you know, I kind of had this persona as, like, goofy, dorky dude in high school and, I don't know, I guess slightly a class clown. I would say you're and, dorky. You're a model. Oh, you're man. Jack, okay, you're Jack, bro. You're Jack. Come on now. Um, And, you know, that's kind of like when I come back to winners every now and then, I kind of feel like people still kind of see me that way but then are kind of shocked when they – when they have a conversation with me. I say goofy with all due respect. Oh, I know. From a, from I know. a goofman. <laughs> I, yeah. Two goofy like, boys. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, no. Well, I, I hear you, though, for sure. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, when they have a conversation with me, it's, um, I don't know, you kind of see, like, oh, yeah, like, damn, is this Dylan Nay now? But, uh, it is Dylan Nay Yeah, now. just this job. Um, it's kind of a... I don't want to say like a no bu- no bullshit kind of a job, but it, it kind of is like you kind of need like people depend on you. Yeah. And you, your actions can have consequences or they can, you know, build you up. Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely. I, I kind of wanted to be taken seriously and I, and I'm getting to the point in my career now to where I, I want responsibility. I want to take the next step. I want to be in charge in, in any way I can. And, you know, it's worked out for me. Where does that ambition come? Don't mean we, we can go. Oh, yeah. No, we'll re- redirect to the original question. But where does that ambition come from? Um, I mean. Just the way you were raised? I would say my just, dad. Yeah. 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 My dad was um, kind of a serious guy. And uh, I mean, Jared's a goofball, too. But I mean, Jer- <laughs> Jared's a super hard worker. I'm an athlete, too. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Jared's a super hard worker. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm very competitive like really competitive and we have just these monsters on my crew and mm. some people can do better things than me and it drives me nuts and um i just want to you know is, is it those the crew that has also changed you other than just because i was oh. th- first of all, i was thinking it's just how hard of work it is and what you know the consequences mm. it's a, it is a serious ass job mm. as you, have your crewmates also been a part of that that change in you and inside and out um Yes and no. Uh, yes, as in, I guess we've all kind of grown together. And then also my leadership, too, kind of sets a standard of how you carry yourself. Like, for is, that, ex- is that your role in the new crew? Like, are you a leader there? Yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, we just had a meeting with uh, our superintendent and myself and another guy named Corey uh, Smith. Coriston Smith is his name. He is an absolute animal on our Coriston? crew. Coriston? Coriston. That sounds like Vir- an elf. He's from Virginia. Oh. And uh, he has the fastest uh, hike time on our crew. Dude's just an animal. Juicy quads, I assume? 
No, not really, dude. Really? He's, he's actually a he's a um, a wrestler, D one wrestler, and uh, yeah, he's just a savage. Some people, like hiking endurance is so outside yeah. the norm. It should be an athletic event in the Olympics. I but anyways, I, yeah, I, I <laughs> like, thought I thought honestly, um, well, that's a sidetracking again. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, I thought that you know I'm an athlete. I can I can do anything, um, mm-hmm. but hiking and elevation. And a forty-five to fifty-five pound pack on your back with a thirty or twenty-five pound saw, and it'll smoke, make a, it'll make a bitch out of you. Smoke blowing <laughs> yeah. in your face. Yeah. Dude, well, I mean, that is the worst take, part. Take, take out. I mean, yeah, the smoke sucks. I mean, sucking in smoke is probably the worst part of the job for me. I mean, yeah. I had to go get uh, my blood tested uh, yesterday. Oh, two days. Uh, yesterday. All good. Yeah. Love to hear it. I'm gonna start doing it every year. Yeah. Because we're just. I mean, be safe, dude. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and just uh, fuck. I forgot what we were talking about. Changes. Oh Changes yeah, yeah. You without you. Um, yeah. People on my crew, my 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 leadership, they set a standard of how we're supposed to carry ourselves, and it's like one of those things that you, if you walk out, I mean, I'm just using this as an example, but you go out into a fire, you carry yourself as a talakot shot a certain way. I mean, people are gonna see you. Your they reputation. Know, they, exactly, and. You know, I mean, no one really wants this. Oh, fuck, man. This guy's running this shit right now. Like, no one wants that. Mm-hmm. Uh, people want people in leadership to believe that they deserve to be at that spot. And that's why, I mean, talking about my superintendent so much, he's just, the way he carries himself, the way he puts in work, he's a 43-year-old man. And off-season, he's working out like a savage. Mm-hmm. He's hiking. He says that, there's no excuse that I'm 43 years old. I'm broke off. He f- walks with a half a limp sometimes. Really? Yeah, and he just still just beasts it up the hill. I feel like 43, you're either an old 43 or a young 43. It depends on you. Yeah. How hard you get after it. If yeah. You keep yourself in shape and yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. You're a young 43 and you still got lead in your pencil. But <laughs> lots of lead. Um, scribble but he's just, I mean, dude, he's just <laughs> broke off for how many fires he's been on. How long he's been a hotshot for over twenty years, and Man. I don't care. I don't care like what you say. That he's busted, dude. Like, uh, his body's just ruined. Yes, but he still gets after it. He's like a David Goggins. Yes, he he's he exactly. Like, yeah, you can't kill him. <laughs> dude, someone in our crew. Someone in our crew said like. Fuck, dude. They need to put Kyle Betty as a Tekken uh, character. I picked Ta- Kyle Betty as a Tekken. <laughs> dude. No shit. Let's go. Yeah. Like, just, just, oh, he just. Firefighter. Yeah. Oh, he'd have the bouncing foot? Or, I don't know. He might. What would your kind of, at, like, say you're a video game character yeah. in a fighting game, what would your, like, you know, like, say the person's hovering and, like, you'll see the character with, like, different kind of fighting stances? I've never seen this so. movie, but I've only seen a clip of this. Is, uh,. Henry Cavill's Mission Impossible freaking. Oh, it's, uh, reloading his arms. That one. Just, that's what I like. Like, that dude. I know we're digressing here. What a fucking hunk. I love him as Superman. I love him. I guess he's not going to be Geralt of Rivia anymore in Netflix uh, and uh, The Witcher. Yeah. Which sucks. But he's just humble guy, like uh, a humble, successful person. And I cannot respect that enough out of yeah. a celebrity. I bet he slays too. Man. Outrageous! Just I watched Man of Steel the other day. Man of Steel, he is indeed stout. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna piddle real quick. Uh, do you have a story to dazzle the people with whilst I? Uh, oh, this is not a pause facilities? type of a thing. F the pause. The show keeps going. Damn. Uh, you leave me alone with all these assholes. Ah, uh, we can follow it. <laughs> <laughs> you watch the football game. Do you need right. to take a piss or do you need anything? Yeah, that's what a pulsing. Yeah, that is just yeah. Speaking at tremendous, this podcast has been tremendous so far. We are back. back. I've done piddled outside. That saves a gallon every time. You know what? Do your part, Aaron Gertz. One of the parts of uh, perks of living in the country. Use the restroom wherever you want. Or, or say, doing my part, um, like some people try to save the world by fighting wildfires. Mm. I pee outside, baby. I mean, dude. I try. Let's go. I even take a shit outside sometimes out yeah? in the woods. Yeah, we oh. have a. 
Did Austin and I call you when you were you're like, hey, this is a special time for to take a dump. I found a good rock to press my back up against. <laughs> so like that was that is such a difference between your reality and other people's reality where they can't be bothered to be without their phone for five seconds yeah. and you're stoked to have a rock to press your back up against the yeah shit. man so my thighs would <laughs> be shaking sometimes out there it's it's <clears throat> weird when i've you know i've gone doo-doo outside like my quads say i was just exercising the bird would come immediately but when i'm doing business my mind's not even on it i'm just i'm just chilling. yeah, yeah. I, could, I could feel like i could squat for hours yeah hours yeah no um <laughs> uh i usually i mean TMI, everyone who's watching. But Absolutely, yeah, baby. I uh, I usually find a log. I have a whole bunch of buddies. They're, I mean, we're disgusting out there. So they're like, oh, yeah, I just squat and go. I'm like, nah, man, I got to have a log, a down log somewhere. I have a little my, comfort. Yeah. I have I have my my things I look for. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I have my You're things not I look a savage. For. No. You're sophisticated. Yes. I try to find a good view. Mm. I'm going to be there for a minute if nothing's like going too crazy. Yeah. Get a good view. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. I respect the dedication to the little bit of sanity. I mean, probably a little morale booster too. Oh yeah, like, you know, relieving yourself. And, yeah, uh, uh, you guys Especially, have toilet paper with you. Oh yeah, toilet paper and hand sanitizer and um, dude wipes. Dude we, wipes. We need huh? to be sponsored by dude wipes for how much dude wipes we use. Shout out to dude wipes, They're like little moist towelettes, I assume. Yeah, mint. Dude, mint, mint. Dude wipes. Mm-hmm. Make your asshole smell minty. Maybe, maybe you think they'll, they'll sponsor the show. They better. Shout out to Dude Wipes and Hot Shots. Yep. They kind of go, that's it. They sound good together. Yep. Dude Wipes and Hot Shots. Dude Wipes and, dude wipes and Hot Shots. Let's go. And Coors Banquet, baby. Uh, oh, Yellow Bellies. Mm. You guys aren't fucking around. Mm. Um, it's not a question on here, but what's the return, like, mission accomplished celebration like with your crew? Is there one? You guys just, like, just get hammered for, or for uh, after every fire? After or, every fire, like, do you guys do a, say, like, you guys put down a wildfire and you guys are good to, all right, you guys, go on home. Good so, job. Uh, so how it works is we have to stay there mandatory 14 days, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, or 21, depending on how se- uh, the severity of the fire is. Um, but not really, dude. I mean, everyone. I mean, the single people, they'll go out and have a few drinks. Yeah, then they, they party a little bit, but they they're mainly just partying because they haven't had liquor in 14 or 21 days yeah absolutely 14 days is just a work day that doesn't even count like the travel to get to the fire Mm -hmm. um because we go to different states and stuff like that and they uh yeah they drink they dabble but majority of us we just we clean up all of our stuff saws whatever equipment we have we uh refurb the uh herb yeah she i can't believe she's come out to see you oh yeah baby yeah very good. And we just go home. We All of us just want to go home. What's that first drink and or like really solid meal like after 14 or 21 days? So, I mean, another thing is what we're trying to work on is trying to get us better food. Because um, mm-hmm. we need, you know, better MREs. The nutrition. Oh, my God. I would rather starve than have an MRE. Really? MRE you don't again. want all that sodium, no. do you? No. MRE. So... When we went to Alaska, we had, I think, seven days of MREs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Hi, baby. Whoa. She trusts you. Mm. She doesn't even trust my family. My, I had the entire family over here for, for dinner and Christmas movie. She didn't come out once. I don't want to pet her because I've had, I've had it happen before where I pet and they're like, nah, bitch. Uh, she, I didn't say pet her. She cool. She cool. Well, let, let her sniff you a little bit. Yeah. Let her warm up to you. But back to the... Uh, seven days of MREs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So that's why I, I pack my um, my uh, little cubby full mm-hmm. of just ramens and Uncrustables? I mean, Uncrustables. But we get Uncrustables sometimes in our lunches. Oh. But they're hard. You're not a strawberry guy, are you? Oh, grape can suck my ass. What? Yeah. Still, get the I mean, hell out of my house. I I eat, <laughs> I eat whatever they give me, but if there's an option, I'm choosing strawberry. Uh, what about blackberry? I know oh, they'll have one. No, no, no. Like, blackberry. You like blackberry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, You're not long. What, chunky mm. or creamy peanut butter? Chunky. Like, like with the hard little chunks in it? That chunky? I thought that was your beer. No. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. You're breaking my heart. The crunchies. I, it breaks my heart almost as much. I, I was with Daniel Ward the other day. 
Oh yeah, I have what's to say, that guy doing? He's the athletic director oh, and winner. Pah. He's a piece of crap. He's, as kids, wife, just making a difference. What a dumbass. What a piece of poo. And this man reveals me after years of knowing this guy, someone I looked looked up to, admired. Tells me he's a Cowboys fan. Dallas Cowboys fan. This guy. When did that start? This guy. I guess back in the '90s and whatnot. So I mean, he's been a fan for a while. I think he's I still, full of shit. It's very. I. I was like, you're messing with me right now. By you're, the way, I had the same notebook. Yeah, little little graph and yep. little, little moleskin. Yep. Solid notebook. I have to. Take a note. Do you journal while while you're out there? Sometimes Complete I do. Complete digression from. Yep. Oh, we're going back to the fire. Uh, so my thing is, and everyone has their niche because it's just. I mean. Once you experience it, you know what I'm talking about, but it's, you need something that's familiar to you to kind of make you happy to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is Modern Family and, <laughs> oh. and, and writing a notebook. Um, just kind of your remote, is it like kind of stream of consciousness? Just what's on your mind, what you went through or just, yeah. Or you write erotic novels? No, no. Mm. Sell them at uh, Rayleigh's next to the card section. <laughs> you could be on the cover of your own erotic mm. novel. I wish. You're that pretty. I wish. All Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sandwich. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, so I'll write down something that, like, I don't know, either that happened that day, uh, either something that I was, like, not okay with, or even something I was okay with, <clears throat> um, good and bad. But Modern Family, I've watched every episode from every season um, for the last five years every single fire comforting comfort yeah uh, I did not enjoy the way it ended they could have done better yeah I think so too it was just like oh we ran out of ideas but yeah. it's funny as hell Cam's probably the best character in I my opinion Cam. I love Cam he's so good but I used to hate Phil Phil Duffy Phil Dunphy Dunphy right. why uh, Phil my god she's out of his league oh yeah he even, knows, he even knows it. Oh, uh, but why would you hate him? Um, he was just so on, you know what I mean, and just like a di- a dumbass. Mm, but then I so just was on. like, God, dude, he all he wants to do is just be a good father. Mm-hmm. Loves his kid to death. Loves the shit out of his wife Claire. Oldest daughter, so hot. Oh my! Well, if she gets older. And his uh, youngest daughter. She's now. pretty cute too, I'd say. Yeah. Big boobs. Uh, his son, the whole dumb. Uh, character, I was like, his character could not be in the show. It would be unaffected. Yeah. And then Manny, I did not like Manny at all. Do you know that he's actually a genius in real life? Who? The the Phil Dunphy son. He's a part of really. What, what is that thing called? Mensa. Mensa. What is it called? Sounds about right. I'm not sure. Yeah. But he, he's very intelligent. Like the like the, like the smart kids at oh. a super young age. Tighten your your tie your yeah. bow tie kind of smart. Yeah. Smart people wear bow ties. Oh, yeah. Successful people wear ties. I wore a bow tie when I proposed to Ada. Really? Yeah. How'd that work out for you? Super sweaty. No. <laughs> <laughs> you were nervous? Uh, well, I had to fly 14 hours to go do it. She was back in Finland. Oh, you're going to do it over there? I was. I did it over there. And was it a surprise? Oh, yeah. She, Her family took her to her favorite park. Um, oh, what? Yeah, all her family. She had no idea your show. No idea. And what? What? Walk me through what happened. Um. So. She flew back to Finland, and um, she was with her family, and she spent time with her family in Helsinki. And I kind of coordinated with her, with her mom and her sisters and her um, two brother-in-laws, and I was like, "Hey, like, I want to do this. I'm coming at this date." Kind of, I was like, "Figure." the shit out like on your end yeah like, yeah. i'm coming over there i want her at a at that park i don't care where um and then the, one of the brother-in-laws picked her up from the airport and they brought her to uh, her favorite spot at this beautiful freaking park mm-hmm. in finland uh in helsinki what's it called the park oh, fuck i don't know oh <laughs> if you said said that with kind of an accent fuck i don't know yeah, fuck i don't know <laughs> that's a good park name um no, I don't know where it is. I don't know what, what it's called, um, but uh, I know where it is. And uh, Anyways. yeah, just brought her there. She was facing away from me, and I'm walking with my size 14 fucking big old clodhopper feet. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to be quiet and shit. I'm like, oh, hey, dude, she you're not know. covert. She, oh, I was like, she don't know you're here. Like, you don't have to be quiet. Just walk like a normal tourist or whatever yeah. normal person that lives there. She has no idea you're there. No idea. And uh, I turn around. And I'm like, hey, what's up? 
And then she just like, what the fuck? And um, yeah, got down on her knee and she like just probably could have planned this out better, but she like was bawling, crying. And I'm like on my knee forever. I'm like, yo, <laughs> come on now. Like, <laughs> it's, I feel like, oh, could you have been on your knee and said, hey, what's up? I've been on the knee, but yeah. that would have been too much of a shock. One of just seeing you and mm-hmm. then yeah the proposal yeah uh what'd you say boys and girls i must inform you this is indeed the end of part one of a three possibly four part epic with uh my boy dylan a yes the guy you've been listening to for the past hour so rest assured more episodes and more nay are on the way but until then have a good day (laughs) you like those rhymes don't you You lose! Good day, sir!